When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Well, hello and welcome to Following On. We've just witnessed and brought to you on TalkSport 2 um, a great game of cricket, a 50-over encounter between Ireland and New Zealand. Uh, Ireland will not know and will probably never work out how they have just lost this match. And uh, I'm not sure Michael Bracewell, who smashed the final ball for six, will uh, really understand how he kept so calm after going past 100 and then sealing the win in such a ridiculous fashion. Uh, Ireland uh, set at New Zealand 301 after uh, Harry Tector continued his brilliant run of form. 113 he was, um, and the mainstay of an innings that also provided uh, us uh, rich fare, really. Camphor, 43. McBride, 39, playing at number three. And uh, Singh in the side today. Uh, last man out for 30. When New Zealand came out to bat, well, they lost wickets early. Allen uh, on debut game for six. Will Young for one. When Latham went for 23, the score read 57 for three. Then uh, 83 for four when Nichols was caught behind for seven. That looked like it might be that. Uh, Guptal playing his first match in quite some time. Huffed and puffed his way to 51. Phillips shined brightly for 38. But when East Sodi was run out for 25, the score 214 for seven, it looked like uh, the game belonged to Ireland. Even more so when Matt Henry was dismissed for a duck, an eight-ball duck, 217 for eight. But somehow, Michael Bracewell, alongside Lockie Ferguson, who only made eight in his half-an-hour stay, uh, conjured up a win for the ages. It still left a lot, 20 needed from that final over. Uh, And unfortunately for Craig Young, didn't even require six deliveries. Four, four, six, four, six. 24 coming from five balls. And uh, New Zealand walk off the field. Winners in this uh, first ODI of three. Right, time to look back at an incredible ODI with himself, John Norman, uh, former Ireland international Cat Dalton, and uh, former Black Cat Ian O'Brien here on Following On. 
Well, I'm going to leave Kath for a second because she still cannot believe. I mean, literally dragging herself up from the floor. She can't believe. She saw it. She called it. About seven overs to go. Uh, it took us a little bit longer to uh, uh, wise up to the fact that Ireland were in danger of losing a match that they should win 19 times out of 20. First off, Ian O'Brien. Let's talk about Michael Bracewell um, because, you know, that was that was quite some innings. 127 not out from 82 balls, 10 fours and 7 sixes. And he has just broken the hearts of every single island player and every single island supporter in the, in this ground. 51 from 52 he was. And then scored 70, what's that, 76 off the last 30 deliveries too. He scored two a ball uh, by himself. What? I mentioned it was on with Jared and I was on with, with Neil Manthorpe earlier that that he has played some wonderful match-winning innings for for New Zealand uh, for Wellington uh, at the top of the innings, and then he has closed out some innings. He's a he's a he's not an he's not an old man in terms of experience. He's not an old man in terms of age, but the way he holds himself, the way he uh, composes himself in the changing room, and and then when he's batting, that's one of the yeah, that's a clean innings. There's, 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 yes, there's some mistakes. Yes, there's the run out of Sodi. I mean, Sodi maybe should have been just pushing for two anyway. So there's maybe a little bit goes back on, on Ish. But just in innings that, yeah, you don't get to see in innings of that sort of quality. We, we saw a wonderful 100 in the first innings, obviously. But that one, the destruction Well, I'll tell you that. what, I'll just stop you there, Ian. Let's hear from Harry Tector now. Pulling off what would be a famous victory for, for, for ourselves. You know, it is, it's extremely hard to take, but... All credit to Mikey, he batted beautifully there and um, he deserves all the plaudits. And your innings, perhaps it had so many symbolic things about it. You've had a tough week, uh, but what an, what an innings to send to your grandmother upstairs. Yeah, I guess it, uh, probably something about a Sunday, you know, but hopefully she was, she was pretty proud of that watching it. It was, um, yeah, it was a, spe- a weird week, but um, yeah, a nice one as well. And obviously... You've had a lot of 50s, but to get that special number must have been pretty special for you. Yeah, yeah, I've been working pretty hard, and I guess it's nice that the rewards of that are starting to come off. Um, but yeah, rewarding, and um, really enjoyed it. It was, it was great fun out there, and um, just a pity it wasn't quite enough. Well, look, really well done, Harry. Very tough to take. Thanks, well done. Sue. Thank you. Yes, uh, Audrey Tector, who passed away. Uh, last uh, weekend uh, and I, I suppose that just puts it all into context it's just a game at the end of the day but what a shame uh, that Harry Tector couldn't have uh, uh, signed off with a player of the match awards that uh, goes to Michael Bracewell who, uh, who starred and we can hear from him now special innings of your career yeah certainly um, yeah it's, it's proud to do it for New Zealanders um, yeah I, I don't really have words to describe it at the moment but um, yeah just enjoyed every moment of it well, you took your time in those middle overs. There was, there was a question amongst the commentary team when you're going to effectively explode, and explode you did. Yeah, we, we managed to um, lose a few wickets there through the middle, so we had to do a little bit of rebuilding there with uh, GP and I. So, um, yeah, we managed to get a wee partnership there, and then unfortunately he, he went and um, Ish, came in, or Ish came in, and we had another build a wee partnership there, and then we were able to um, start to put the foot down a little bit towards the 40th over. Well, that was the one of the things. You had partnerships through the end of that innings. Obviously, you had to finish it off, but hats off to the tail, who really batted well with yeah, you. Yeah, we bat all the way down, and that's something that we pride ourselves on as a team. We can try and take games deep and, and put the opposition under pressure, and fortunately, it worked today. 
Well, it was an amazing innings. It was an amazing game of cricket, and many congratulations to you, Michael. Thanks so Fantastic much. Fantastic performance. Thank you. Michael Bracewell speaking there, 31 years of age. You talk about the experience uh, of the guy, little flecks of grey hair as well, just peeking out from underneath that cap. So he's not a youngster. Um, but let, I tell you what, there's, uh, there's less of me, more of the players. Here's Andy Bolburning. got wrenching to take for the team. Yeah, it really is. I think it's a pretty sombre dressing room at the moment. Uh, we got up to a really good total thanks to an amazing knock by Harry Tector and, and some great partnerships. And we did everything right with the ball, really. Um, it's just those last 10 overs. And I thought Bracewell played an outstanding knock there, just paced it beautifully. Um, but yeah, we're certainly hurting, but and, uh, we're back at it in two days' time, so not too much time to dwell on it. And what sort of thoughts go through your like? It's 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 obviously very difficult thoughts that go through your head. You're you're looking around. You're trying to find fielders here, there, and everywhere. Yeah, it is tough. It, it, it ha all happens very quickly. But um, as long as my bowlers have clear plans, that's the kind of main, most important thing. The fielders can get around as quick as they can. But um, it's a shame the way it ended today because I thought we played pretty good cricket for 90% of that, and that last sort of 10% has hurt us in the end. Well, it's probably a game that was taken away by one player, and we've seen so much of that in modern one-day cricket now, but your team really did perform, as you say, extremely well throughout that game. Yeah, and I'm pretty proud of how we, we've gone. Um, we had a pretty crushing loss, our last T20 out here, and um, there was a bit of confidence in the group that we could come out and put in a good performance. I think we have put in a pretty good performance, but uh, it's a kind of results business, so um, to be 1-0 down definitely hurts. Well, you've given the spectators a lot to be thankful for today. A wonderful game of cricket and so sorry for you to be on the losing side. Thank Thanks, you very sir. much, Andrew. Cheers. Thanks. Yeah, that's a tough one to take. Kath, I suppose the best thing is is that there is another game in two days' time. I think that's that's the best thing for Ireland now. They'll be absolutely gutted with that performance. Uh, shall we hear from Tom Latham now? It's turned out a very good weekend for the cricket team. Yeah, look, it's obviously uh, one of those games where uh, when, when someone plays in innings like that, uh, you know, you've got to take, take your head off to them. And thought the way he, uh, held his, uh, Michael held his composure, uh, you know, with the ta tail enders there was outstanding. And uh, it was obviously a, a, one of the great knocks. And in hindsight, when you look back at the, at the start and the way the pitch played, in hindsight, would you probably prefer to get some runs on the board, do you think? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think we've seen here how hard a, hard a ground it is to defend and uh, I think the wicket just, it was a great wicket throughout the whole whole 100 overs really and I think, uh, you know, 300 was, yeah, it was a good score but we certainly understand that a ground like this, it is hard to defend and unfortunately for us, we weren't able to build partnerships, uh, you know, throughout the whole innings but yeah, as I said, when, when someone plays in innings like that, it's, uh, you know, certainly got one, uh, one out of the bag, that's for sure. And Lockie Ferguson, very impressive with the ball throughout his spell for you in the early parts of that game. Yeah, he bowled beautifully in a slightly different role. Uh, he's not used to taking the new ball, so I thought he swung the ball nicely up top. And obviously he's got the extra pace as well, so it's certainly great to see him back uh, playing one-day cricket. And uh, you know, I thought the, all the bowlers did a, did a good job. They, Irish batsmen certainly put us under pressure. I thought Harry played a, a wonderful innings as well, and, and they, they managed to build partnerships and, and sort of showed when, when you've got wickets in hand, you can sort of hurt, uh, hurt a team towards the back end, and that's sort of what they did to us. And, and yes, yeah, obviously a great game of cricket to be involved in. So how many beers is Michael Bracewell going to be buying tonight for you boys? Well, we've got a game in a couple of days, so uh, we'll obviously he'll, he'll recover quite nicely. He'll hopefully recover well, and, and obviously it's important that we go again and, uh, on Tuesday. Well, Tom, thanks a million for giving us a wonderful game of cricket. Really good for the spectators. Wonderful. Cheers. Fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. 
My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies. In the culinary capital of the Caribbean, there truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Yeah, it was a brilliant game of cricket, wasn't it? It kept us spellbound from uh, from beginning to end. It was a, a classic 50-over clash. It had so much about it. Um, and, you know, listening to what Andy Balburnie said about the last 10 overs really costing Ireland, but I think they'll also just rue some of those mishaps in the field as well. You know, if they'd just been, just been maybe 5% better in terms of some of the catches that went down, the run-out opportunities... Uh, then um, New Zealand wouldn't have had a chance of, of chasing down that score. That's very true. And I think the good thing for Ireland is that game in a couple of days' time because you can put these things to bed and move on very quickly. Sometimes when you dwell on things too long, it's not always a good thing. So the fact that they've run the best 50 overside in the world that close should actually give them a lot of heart, although it won't feel like that at the moment should give them a lot of confidence and and 22 year old Harry Tector playing in innings like that and having said that you know Paul Sterling didn't fire today so there'll be a couple of players they would hope that do fire on Tuesday and maybe they can get themselves over the line so lots of positives as well as obviously some things to work on for Tuesday. The problem is though Ian is that New Zealand you imagine will be better for today's game as well, won't they? I, from a cricketing perspective and playing in games like that, that you should have won from an, uh, in terms of Ireland, you would rather have got a hiding than have lost in that in that manner. That loss when you've you've, you've done everything you can and you've just faltered, you've, you've fallen over, not only is it physically draining, it's mentally draining, it's emotionally draining, a hiding you can sort of put behind you a little bit easier. Yes, the game in two days' time, but but that'll that'll hurt 
from a, a, a fatigue way, way more than a, than, a, than a hiding. And that's, I didn't even realise New Zealand were number one ODI team in the world. I thought they were way down with. But they played, they did just enough, didn't they? Just enough. Uh, they, and I said, you know, who breaks? Who breaks first? It was about 12 overs, I think 12 overs to go. And who, who makes the mistake and who can then jump on it and capitalise? And yeah, you just saw just that little bit extra from Bracewell and, and done something he's never done before. You know, Guptill's 51 on the top was was was, was good. G, uh, GP on debut, 38 from 53. There's Look, there's time at the crease and he's got a little feel for Ish Sodi, a high score with the bat today. I think his previous was 24. He's got an average of 9.3 in ODI cricket. So so there's some really good bits and pieces uh, from from quite a few New Zealanders and that's normally how New Zealanders win ODIs. There's lots of bits and pieces Around a couple of good good performances, and I wonder what Jergo's notebook, Shane Jurgensen's notebook, will be reading. It just it'll just say "braceful, braceful, braceful." I dare say at the end of that. And his reaction was quite incredible. I mean, I know that you Kiwis are an understated lot, but I mean, he just took his helmet off and kind of waved his bat to the crowd, and that was about it. He's a, he's from Otago. He's born in Otago, and that's farming country. You're not allowed to show too many emotions down there. He's from the Braceville family. They don't show too many emotions. It's sort of, yeah, have a beer. Get on with it. Look, very, well, you just very, heard from Tom Latham. He's not allowed a beer. They've got very, to play again in two days. Very mature man. He's, I think he's got a sort of a seven-month-old, six-month-old kid as well at the moment. And so it's um, he's had quite a few life-changing events just recently. And uh, yeah, he's enjoying it. Yeah. Winning, like previous winning margins against Ireland. Massive winning margins. Ireland haven't even come close. 190, 51, 290, 129. They're all winning margins. And then by one ball and one wicket. That's it's, it, do you know what? It's a very good point because those four heavy defeats, and you're right, they're going to feel worse in the dressing room tonight than I, I imagine they did following any of those absolute whippings. No? Do you not agree, Kath? I think it's all about perspective. Yeah. I really do. Don't you need a bit of time before the perceptiveness, <laughs> perception be, comes in? Yeah, to be honest, I, I obviously played for Ireland and uh, I suffered many heavier defeat um, against some very, very good nations. And the games that we ran them close, you actually took more from. Well, maybe that's just my, my point of view. Some other players might react differently, of course. But I always felt like when you were in it and, and it felt like a contest, that was always better than getting absolutely but pummeled. When, when you're so far in front of the game, though, that, yeah. that, this is this is the thing. This, yeah. this is the perspective. When you are so far in front of the game, you've got New Zealand 8 down and they still need another however many. 84. And and you are you are so far in front and it can only be you that really buckles. It's not necessarily the opposition that jump up and do something extraordinary. Yeah, Bracewell did something very good, but he hit some hit some pretty average bowling towards the end. And when I mean average, I think tense, nervous, didn't complete action, didn't quite get plans right. And and I think when you're in front and lose, that's the one that eats you up the most. When you compete against a team, that's good fun. But when you are so far in front and lose, yeah, there's there's... Cricket gear goes in the rubbish bin. There's there's all sorts. It's just a dead, hollow change room. It takes so long for anyone to to talk to anyone in the change room because you can't console each other because there's there's just nothing left in the tank. When you when you when you compete and lose, there is something there because there is some success to uh, sort of celebrate. And when you get a hiding, you kind of just put it behind you, put some music on, and get on with it. Um, 
Look, I'm looking forward to the second one. You know, in terms of a, in terms of an opener to the series and, and three T20s, yeah, that's a that's a nice start to a to a series, isn't it? Also, if you are, if you're looking at it from an Irish p- perspective, you will look at good performances throughout your. You know, they're not reliant on one one out, outstanding knock, uh, uh, were they? You know, McBrien, you've got to say, you know, playing him at three worked. Obviously, Harry Tector with a hundred. Curtis Camphers come into the side. He's got forty odd. And he's taken three wickets. Lorcan Tucker again um, looks useful with the bat and with the ball. Up until that final few overs, really, again, they looked, they looked, there was, there was three or four key performances, which you'd say, take those performances into the game on Tuesday. We will compete again. Absolutely. And when the game's that close, you can look at any error that you've made at any stage of the game and pick it out. What happens, and I've, I've been in changing rooms where the coach has just picked up one person who's made the mistake of the whole game. I don't buy that. I think Ireland got 10 more runs. They win that game of cricket. That's how small the margin was. Match losing 100, Harry Tector. That's rude. That's really rude. Really mean. And I don't, and I don't mean it. But in some games, there are match losing 100s. That's not one from him. That's out of the box. That's a wonderful, mature innings from, from Harry Tector. And I enjoyed watching it. Completely forgettable in terms of what he did and how he did it. Wonderful innings. And, and it just... That hurts him as well to score those and, and and not get over the line to not be really be able to celebrate your own personal success with a group of team success. That's tough on him, but wonderful partnerships got into some trouble, got out of it. The Irish batters and should have, could have. Looking at that game on Tuesday, do you foresee any changes for uh, New Zealand? I said that they shouldn't have played Bracewell. They should have played Duffy. It shows how much I know. <laughs> no, Bracewell was always playing. <laughs> For me, Bracewell was always playing. The Look, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Rippon play, but maybe in the T20s, the left arm uh, wrist spinner. Um, they don't have a lot, actually, of options. Santner is, Santner uh, might is, be not, is not quite there. Adam Milne had a hamstring. I mean, you could say possibly he comes in for Ferguson. If, if and there's Dale... Um, Dale Cleaver. Oh, Cleaver, thank you. It's yeah, there's not a like it's not a standout New Zealand team, and I think that's why we saw a wonderful game of cricket. There's it it, it was based around one player that hasn't really done it at an international level, but they were again there were bits and pieces, and that's what New Zealand does does so well. Uh, and final thoughts from you, Kath. I think it sets off a, a wonderful series. I think it'll be an exciting game on Tuesday. It depends how Ireland take that loss. If they come out all guns blazing and just go for it a bit more, we might see a bit more bravery up top by Sterling rather than a tentative knock that he had today. I think Ireland will be unchanged, and you know, I think I think they'll take it to to New Zealand again. It'll be exciting. Maybe one change. Maybe Ferguson just on the back of having not played will, will get a rest, and then might play one off maybe, one, play one off one. Maybe Duffy comes in if Milne isn't quite quite ready because Milne hasn't played. Uh, 50 over cricket for quite some time. Well, look, uh, it's been an absolute uh, pleasure to bring you the match here on Talk Sport 2. Big thanks to Neil Manthorpe, Jarrah Kimber, as well as Ian O'Brien and uh, Kath Dalton. All four of those will be back on Tuesday for that second ODI. Gets underway on Talk Sport 2 at half past 10 in the morning. And if they're uh, still on air at one minute to seven, then, uh, well, you can almost be assured that well, it's either rained or uh, we've seen another classic game. And that uh, really was a classic game of 50-over cricket that will live long in the memory banks. In the end, it was Michael Bracewell who hit the winning runs, um, one of seven sixes in his 82-ball 
innings, 127 not out as he uh, as he really dragged his side. 120 for five at the 22 over stage, uh, 217 for eight midway point of the 43rd over. The target 301, 20 needed from the final over. Never in doubt. Brilliant set from Bracewell. New Zealand have beaten Ireland in Malahide by one wicket. Ferguson in once again, bowled him. Oh my goodness, that's a fabulous delivery. As uh, Balburnie squared up and beaten by an absolute beauty from Henry. Short, wide, uppercut, and McBride takes advantage. That goes uh, the distance, the first six of the day. Coming around the wicket again, this is fast outside off stump. Andy McBride has Nick behind. Down the track, beautiful wow. swing of the bat from Tector, and he has uh, smashed that straight down the wicket. Tector will reach 50. Mm. Phillips in oh, again. Yeah! Him. They turned that one appreciably from six inches outside off stump, possibly eight inches outside off stump. Last ball of the over, can he follow it up with another boundary? For he does! Pitched up again, Tector forward on the cover drive. The helmet set comes off. A roar from the batter, celebrations as his arms are raised. And for the first time in 50 over cricket, Harry Tector reaches 100. What a magnificent innings by Tector here. 113 from 117. Tector comes in again, it's a slow ball, it's outside off stuff. He's got under this dock rule. I think he's going to be caught at the cover. He is. It was a good shot, to be fair. It's a short, slow ball. It's a completely mishit by Sammy Singh. Tector's got to come, have to come around to stop it from going for two. Oh, Tom Latham fumbles, but he does get it back. But it gets him to 300. Good work from Simi Singh there to give away his wicket by going for another run. He is dismissed for 30 from 19. And they make it even 300. Oh, that one's hit high up into the air by Finn Allen. And there's a man trying to get underneath it. And uh, he's taken it. Andy McBrien takes a very, very well-judged catch. That's driven by uh, Martin Guptill. Now he's certainly not going to turn away that scoring opportunity and he's driven it in the air wide of uh, mid-off and down to the boundary for four and it brings him his 50. Camfer in, bowls the same ball, same shot, drops at mid-off. He's bowled the same delivery, Guptill's drawn into the same shot and Simi Singh couldn't hang on. He's bowled him. Full, straight, Yorker gave himself some room did Martin Guptill. When Bracewell hits a ball, you need to be in the stadium to understand how hard he hits it. And that has gone very, very hard and very, very straight. Big over for New Zealand. Two sixes in it. They're going for two. There should be a run out here at the bowlers end. Oh, there was never two there. And this is out. This is out. He's flashing this outside off stump. Full and wide, but the angle coming in from the left arm seamer. Good pace on it. And it takes the outside edge and goes through to Lorcan Tucker. 217 for eight. Ireland well on top. They need 84 from 43 balls, New Zealand. Down the track is Bracewell. Lofts up and over. And it's six runs from the bat over mid-wicket. Bracewell moves to 99. 26 needed from 13. And this is quite an innings from Michael Bracewell. Sets himself baseball style. Down the track. Balls! Adair saw him coming. Fine in the Yorker. 
Ferguson was in no place whatsoever. Once again, Bracewell moves across to the offside. And this is a beautiful connection. He has smashed this over square leg. He moves to 117. And suddenly, New Zealand must be favourite. Six needed from three balls. And what a turnaround. Bracewell sets himself. New Zealand, two needed from two. And once again, he goes. And he's got a six. He's helped the ball up and over long on. And Michael Bracewell has almost single-handedly beaten Ireland. New Zealand, who looked dead and buried. 217 for eight when Matt Henry went in the 42nd over, have managed to claw back this game and beat Ireland by one wicket. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.